0: Welcome back, Rangers, to another episode of This is Ranger Country with your hosts, Brad Anderson and John Fisher. Uh, This is episode number 26 today, Friday morning, early morning uh, recording. And uh, Mr. Anderson, why don't you take it away for me?
1: Well, John, I might not be as spot on as we usually are. I didn't get my second cup of coffee this morning, so I'm, I'm on one cup. So please forgive me if I stumble over my words. Uh, we are joined today in the studio by FHC Principal Steve Passano. We're going to be inter- interdu- interviewing him. There we go, already. First, it's, you know, a cup of coffee. Uh, we're going to be interviewing him shortly and chatting about yesterday's Veterans Assembly. We got a fall play update. Hometown Heroes, Staff Spotlight, Community News, Gridiron Growler update. John had the game of his life on last Saturday.
0: You know what, I was pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
1: it was, it was excellent. You were, you were fantastic. So uh, anyhow, very excited to have, and this is long overdue, Appreciate you coming into the studio, Steve. Um, what year is this for you
2: Well this principal? Is, yeah, this is uh, year number nine as principal at Central High School, and you're number 11 in the district. Okay, so. I think
1: that does make you the longest-serving principal in <laughs> FHC history. <laughs> if i'm not mistaken i think that, you're
0: right that is that's awesome we need to get you a plaque or a <laughs> trophy or something yeah
1: well you know i know this because in the in the near the main office there's those plaques of every fhc principal and that's been up for years and uh it has the years of service and it was terry urquhart before i think and now you've eclipsed him and it goes by fast doesn't it
2: time certainly flies <laughs> I, I walk by those pictures uh, every day and and uh just glad I don't see my picture up there yet.
0: <laughs> That'd be a none too subtle, uh, hey, I'm, I'm on the past principal's wall. That's not good. <laughs> so um, how,
1: how's how's this school year going compared to last year? I don't want to talk much about last year, but right. how's this year going?
2: Right. You know, it's been a different year. Obviously, the on the positive side, we've been in school in person every day, which has been great. Um you know, last year we were—it was so disjointed with, uh, you know, hybrid and then all in person and then all remote. So that that just made things so disjointed. So, in that respect, it's been it's been great. Um, what the challenge has been this year certainly has been so much with uh, the political stuff that's going on and how that's, you know, brought the schools into brought education into politics, uh, way too much in my mind. And it's uh, it's been. It's been a challenge in that way, but our kids have been great. It's been a – you know, we had a great fall and uh, looking forward to continuing.
1: Yeah, we would tend to agree. I mean, it's it's night and day. You know, there has been challenges, but compared to last year, anything – uh, looks great. Uh, you know, one of the really neat things that you brought to FHC when you came here was the senior retreat and now the freshman retreat. Can you talk a little bit about um, the importance of the senior retreat and, and how you started this this whole process and this really cool tradition and uh, how it's kind of morphed over the years and now we have a freshman retreat as well. And I think it means a lot to the students and it's a really cool rite of passage.
2: Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, you know, the senior retreat, Our our goal with the senior retreat has been you know, here's a, here's a new group of leaders um, coming in in the fall, and oftentimes the seniors talk about how can we unify ourselves? How can we be, be more unified as a class of, of leaders? So what the senior retreat does is, is it brings the kids together in a, you know off-campus setting, beautiful setting out there um, at Camp Henry, and the students interact with each other quite a bit. And um, the the, th- the thing that's uh, that it's always culminated in a in a bonfire at the end of the night, where students will talk to each other, they thank each other, um, support each other, talk about how you know their their years at FHC have uh, you know made them into the person they are, and and it, it really does unify the class. Um, one of the things we started to hear from the seniors was, boy, I wish we would have been able to do something like this earlier in our high school careers. So we start. We started talking about well, let's let's pull freshmen together and do something similar because you know in middle school there's oftentimes many cliques and things like that that happen and that's one of the things we try to do is break down some of those cliques and just get kids to step out of their comfort zone a little bit and uh, support each other.
1: Yeah, the uh, the senior retreat seems to be a, a beloved uh, tradition and you get a, a really great attendance at that. I know it's it's. You choose to go to it, but I think you get almost every single every single senior there. Yeah, it's usually um, a
0: pretty big crowd. Yeah. Have you ever been to it, Brad? Yeah, I, you have. I remember you painted your head one somebody year. somebody
1: painted my head in a spiral blue fashion. Yeah, real fun painting a bald guy, <laughs> uh, bald guy's head. And then the but, sunburn uh, John, was John, uh, you're nice. you're a regular. You've you've done the overnight.
0: I've done the overnight. I've, I remember back in the day when we used to go to Camp Manitoulin and did the overnight in those uh, those bunk houses with the spiders and all that good stuff and. Uh, The only one I've missed, I think, was this year, because we did one this year, correct? Yes. But I had to miss it. My wife had some. One of her many health issues that she's had this year, broken foot, ACL, or what have you. I don't know.
1: Now, I remember one year, Steve, you took us as a staff uh, to Camp Manitoulin. That was a blast. And that was, I tell you what, in looking back on that, that was one of the most fun days as a staff I've ever had, and really... I got to interact with um, staff members I hadn't had a whole lot of time with. And we were put in these kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. situations. Like you said, I had to step outside of our comfort zone. We got to know people. There were some bonds formed there. It was a lot of fun. And then, um, you know, so I appreciate you taking us out Yeah, there. We'll,
2: we'll have to do that again. <laughs> uh, that's pr- we're, we're probably about due.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't know. Steve, I think it was your first staff meeting you brought us out. And I love. I knew we were going to get along when you brought us out to the uh, to the baseball field mm-hmm. for yard games. I was like, "We're going to get along just fine." We we're playing. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we
0: were doing like an egg toss. Egg toss. Not to did, brag, uh, but uh, Lauren Hansen and I, then Hanson now Hines, were dominating.
1: I know we lost to you, and I think uh, I still remember beanbag throw. Bean bag <laughs> that was great, but what a great way to like bring people together and just have fun, and you, you inevitably end up talking about um, the school year and planning, and then it makes collaboration that much more, um,
2: valuable. Yeah. Well, as you guys know, the school year can be a grind, you know, for teachers. And so anytime we can do some fun things and I appreciate what some of our staff members currently do. Uh, Ken George brings, brings teachers together every Friday morning for just a cup of coffee and just to be able to say, Hey, we made it through (laughs) almost through another week and, uh, just those kinds of things. Um, so yeah, I, that, those are those are fun things to do, and it also sometimes when you're competing, you know, even if it's fun games, you learn a lot about each other in in those competitions. Uh, as you mentioned, Brad, the, the, I remember the retreat uh, vividly out at uh, out at uh, Camp Manitoulin, and some of the some of the uh, support staff members that stepped up and were like, "No, we're going to do this," you know. It's and uh, I just remember Kathy Niblink it, it was one of those that was like getting down on her hands and knees that in the is, mud. Yeah. and trying She was to in get, my group. She yeah. was all in, man. That's awesome. It was and a whole so, different side of her. So, yeah. So you see things in people that you don't always see, and that's that's fun.
1: Yeah. It, it, it was a lot of fun, and hopefully we can do that again. Um, so, yeah, senior retreat, freshman retreat, great traditions that uh, the, the student body really appreciate. Um, kind of shifting gears a little bit. Thoughts on fall sports? Uh, This this year, specifically the football uh, team and being back and the success that they had and then volleyball, who just ended their run last night Mm -hmm. against Rockford, number two ranked team in the state versus the number five ranked team in the state volleyball team ended up 42 and six impressive year. But talk about, you know, what kind of how that helps start the year here and how important the football season is and all that comes with that and also you know what the volleyball team has brought to, to Forest Hill central
2: yeah i mean all of our fall athletes just they, they work so hard you know they're coming off a summer where they do so much in terms of conditioning and and agility and and gaining strength and so They can't wait to get their season started and it kicks off the school year, you know, literally with the football season and one of the great things about the football season is that it brings our community together. It brings our community together first in, you know, the tailgater and then, you know, homecoming certainly, but it brings the band, the cheerleaders, the, you know, people come out of the out of the community to uh, support our football team and this year what a phenomenal job they did you know coach rogers has built a program here uh through the years um where we we really came from being a fairly mediocre football program to uh, a, a perennial power i mean we're a division two uh, force to be reckoned with so uh, kudos to coach rogers and the football team this year you know it's always tough to you know to lose that that playoff game and our uh, competitors against uh, Mona Shores, um, but the kids the kids battled all year long. We win a we win an OK White Conference Championship, which is one of the toughest toughest conferences in the in the state really. Uh, volleyball uh, would you say 42 and six 42 was the, was six, the closing record? Yeah. Uh, tough loss last night to Rockford, but uh, but again the girls the girls again they won they won the OK White, which was um a, again a very tough volleyball conference with Christian and Northern uh very tough but uh yeah fall fall sports really does get the school year off to uh, a great start and the kids rally around the teams and you know the, the 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 other teams that don't get as much recognition i mean we had some phenomenal uh state qualifying golfers and swimmers Absolutely. and divers and you know uh a those teams team. that work hard Drew. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so what uh, it, uh, what People don't know about you, Steve. Is you were a heck of an athlete yourself, baseball player
2: at at Notre Dame. Very yeah. good. Go yeah. Irish! Yeah, go uh, Irish! Awesome,
1: awesome. <laughs> and you coached basketball for years.
2: I did. I got you know uh, when I got into education, um, you know I had some great role models growing up as that were coaches, and that was just something I wanted to do. So you know, at 22 years old, out of college, I, I coached I coached freshman football and and uh j v basketball and um and j v baseball you know just part of it to make ends meet but also right. <laughs> also i just loved it and uh and then worked my way up yeah basketball became kind of a passion of of mine coaching and uh, became a varsity coach down in uh down in west palm Beach Florida actually wow. my first coaching job and then tried to get into the college ranks a little bit coached three years uh at thomas moore college in uh in oh. kentucky and then um yeah, and then came back back home to Grand Rapids at Catholic Central High School, my alma mater, and coached there for a number of years before I got into administration.
1: That, that's incredible. That's incredible,
2: and that's something I don't think many people know about you. But
1: that's that's great. And you don't miss many basketball Ranger Ranger Ball basketball games, do you?
2: No, I I love to see a, a lot of our our sports teams and just seeing our athletes compete overall. Yeah. But.
1: And we appreciate seeing you and the other administrators uh, make their way into the wrestling meets and all the different, the swim meets. And I know you guys do a great job of juggling all the different events uh, throughout the week. I mean, there's something almost every night of the week, NHS ceremonies and inductions and fall play. I'm sure you guys are going to be at the fall play. That's definitely Um, one
0: of the
2: unenviable uh, parts of being an administrator, I think, the the late hours, (laughs) the the frequent, uh, frequent late nights. Yeah, Yeah, it is a lot of nights, but again, if you didn't enjoy what we're doing and, And seeing the kids outside of the classroom on a day-to-day basis it's uh it's fun it's a part of the job that i enjoy and so even though it is a lot of hours outside of uh, the school day uh it's enjoyable
1: yeah absolutely um what are some things you're looking forward to this semester i know the semester's got about six weeks left but there are some things that you're looking forward to now i mean we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, veterans day assembly here in just a moment but uh now that we have we're past that what are some things you look forward to
2: yeah, I think as we close out this semester, it's kind of that transition from fall to, uh, to winter. Um, one of the things that I know you guys highlighted in a previous episode was the whole Family Promise um, uh, program that we, that we do. The, the kids came through again in flying, with flying colors. The community came through. And one of the things I look forward to coming up here is when we actually, uh, the kids will go out with Patty Richardson and, and Christy Butler and do the shopping and then us delivering all those uh, gifts to uh, Family Promise, and um, in the past years, they w- students were also able to participate in the actual day, where um, they would, uh, you know, decorate cookies with the kids and those kinds of things, and just seeing our kids involved in that type of a community service project is is just really gratifying and uh, uh, a great a great way to f- to kind of finish out our semester.
1: Yeah, there's, that's what I love about Ranger Country and Forest Hill Central High School is there's so much we do beyond the four corners of the classroom, and there's a lot of educational value to things like Family Promise, and then this year we were involved with the Football Friday Frenzy Can Drive, which we almost, we were, we we're like 100 pounds away from winning, and uh, just things like that, that our, our students get up for just about everything, I mean, you, you, it doesn't take much to get our student body engaged and uh, wanting to help, which, which is really cool. Um, so, what is your favorite FHC tradition? I'm putting you on the spot here. Favorite no, FHC that's, tradition? That's
2: okay. Uh, I saw it on the board, so I kind of thought about this. And because it's so fresh in my mind, the uh, the Veterans Day uh, assembly, I would say between that and homecoming would probably <laughs> be my two uh, favorite traditions. Um, yeah, just the the uh, the joy to see on the on the veterans' faces yesterday at our assembly was just just something that uh, just is 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 great for our community. Um, Those veterans are so appreciative of our student body and the way they interact with them, the questions they ask, the message that um, uh, Mr. Kennedy gave yesterday to the students about you know get to know veterans because uh, not just to say hello or thank you for your service but he he talked to him about hey f- you know what's your story and those stories can be fascinating i mean living history lessons for sure. for, oh, yeah. for our kids and so that and then the homecoming just the overall um this year maybe more so than any other year because we had that you know uh, gap in, in in what we were able to do so just the overall bringing the community together in the homecoming whether it's the parade the tailgating the game itself the 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 dance the next night with the students it's just a it's a great week uh, week of activities.
1: Yeah, I'm getting the chills just thinking about it. I Get was it. literally I st- getting chills as well, just yeah.
0: thinking back to that homecoming, getting to go back out there and the parade, yes. the tailgate, and all the this people together.
1: Was, this year was very special. Yeah, it was magical. May, you return returning to that. Talk a little bit about your involvement with uh, the Armed Forces Thanksgiving Luncheon, and I know that's something that you got involved with. John went to the, I, the I first Thanksgiving year, yeah. Luncheon, and I've been uh, several times. Can you talk about that and how you're now involved at a higher level with that?
2: Yeah, it was uh – you know, going back to when they first started, um, they invited schools and they they invited administrators to bring students out and bring teachers out to the uh, to the luncheon. And uh, boy, just from the first one, uh, first one on, it's just been just been very gratifying. Um, great for our kids to to be able to to attend and learn. And then what I liked about it was the component of schools you know they're, they're one of their major goals is to then have kids bring back the energy and bring back the passion of supporting and and honoring our veterans back at their schools so we we as you know took uh, took that to heart and with uh, with Brad with yours and and Steve LeBen's uh, leadership that the whole uh, veterans wall um, and then uh, last year because we were given this award or that last year and then this year, we just received the check. Um, they had one of the, uh, there's two, two principals that were on the, the board for this uh, organization. And so one of the principals, Dan Zhang um, from Rockford was, has retired. So they asked me to be a part of the board for, for this uh, organization, for this event. And so I jumped at the opportunity and uh look forward to you know doing that for many years to come
1: yeah that's fantastic really cool fantastic and it's uh mrs pennington right and she's over at katie pennington she's now
2: at holland she was at Kennewa hills before um now she's out at uh out at Holland High School
1: it's it's a fantastic day and for those of you that don't know what the Armed Forces luncheon is it usually happens like the first or second week of May and it invites high school representatives from all around West Michigan and administrators and we meet at Gerald R Ford uh, Museum and Library and there is a bagpipe processional from the library and museum across the is it the Blue Bridge there or there's there's a bridge I'm not one of the good. bridges, one yes. of the bridges across <laughs> the Grand River and you go to the, uh, to the um, the Hyatt, I believe. And we have this huge luncheon. There's hundreds of people there and it's local um, veterans. And so teachers and administrators and the students are paired with, Tables these veterans and you just sit and like you said you you hear their stories There's usually a keynote speaker and they've been fantastic throughout the years I mean I leave there just in awe of some of the words that you hear and the stories that you get and it's been really Impactful on our students that go I know that it's changed some students perspective and some have even enlisted because of it And I had uh, a number of students come up to me yesterday and say mr Anderson I'd like to talk to you. I've been thinking about you know, maybe going into the service and this is Something I want to you know talk to you about this and so it really brings it home for our students so thank you for um you know get us getting us involved in
2: that no you bet and and in addition uh what's so impressive is in addition to the the school's connections with this program is they gave a check yesterday as as you know for thirty eight thousand dollars to the uh west michigan veterans coalition so you think about all the needs all the basic needs that those veterans have and you know as as we know a lot of our veterans are getting up there in age and just have a need for for health care for um just just physical things and, and mental things that they need as they've come back from uh serving our country so in my mind it's the least we can do for for those uh for those people
1: yeah 100 percent agree and the um, veterans coalition uh, representative that came yesterday was mike keist and mike keist actually has uh, children in the district so he's a local dad he's a former marine or always a Marine, I guess, not former, but and uh, Mike, you know, he we've had an opportunity to chat, and he's very thankful for the connection with the community and, and all the funds that uh, you guys have raised. I mean, what is it over 250 000, about 250,000?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, close to 300,000, wow. and uh, and that's just over, I think, about a five year period. Right. So, the business community has gotten behind it. Um, that luncheon itself is all you know, all those tables. And the event is sponsored, first of all, by you know, many local businesses, and, uh, and then the funding, obviously, the additional funding that goes to the veterans is just, uh, just outstanding. A tribute, a tribute to Grand Rapids in general and West Michigan in general about coming through um, for people in, in need
1: yeah that's it's yeah it makes you proud to be a grand rapidian and uh forest hills
2: ian is that how you say that grand rapidian grand rapidian Rapidian. right Right. anyhow
1: well hey steve thank you so much for being here i know you're a busy guy and uh appreciate you coming in and and sharing some thoughts any final words of of wisdom as you part uh for (laughs) for your day
2: no just we're looking forward to the holidays coming up here i think as a you know everybody has been working hard and and you know, as as people know, shortage of subs out there. So teachers like yourselves have been stepping up and subbing for each other and and filling in. Uh, administrative team jumping in. John John De Stefano, Whitley Morris, uh, our new athletic director, Jonathan Goe. He's done a done a great job just coming in and hitting the ground running. So no, I appreciate you having me this morning. Keep up the great work with this. It's a it's great for our school and it's great for our community. So thank you. Thanks a lot, Steve. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. See you around appreciate the building. It.
0: All right. So. That was a great interview with Mr. Passna, and now we're going to go ahead and move on to our typical uh, uh, agenda for This Is Ranger Country. What do we got coming up next, Brad?
1: So we got community news, John, and um, Veterans Day activities were at FHC yesterday, and it was really great to see. I think we had upwards of 40. 40 uh, veterans that, that showed up. We had some class of 1968 graduates. Uh, one, of, one of my, it was crazy, one of my former students and, and good friends, uh, Cole White. He was on the early wrestling teams that I coached. Uh, Cole White came. It was great to see him. He's actually Dane Spielmaker's uh, son-in-law.
0: Oh, okay. Married
1: Maddie Spielmaker. I don't know if you remember Maddie. Uh, man, that might have been before your time. Anyhow, it was great to see uh, Cole in the audience and a lot of uh, alumni. We were on Wood TV 8, so you can check that out on the Wood TV 8 uh, website and, and they show little clips of the um, of the programs so it's, it's nice
0: really when we end up on wood TV8 for positive reasons Correct. that's always a good day
1: there yeah that's kind of a running joke amongst teachers if you're gonna be on M live make sure it's for something
0: I would good. prefer to never Here. be on M live <laughs> all my students know my goal is to not be in on M
1: live but uh, that that one of the neat things and then we'll move on from it because I know we, we talked a lot about it with Steve is the uh, bagpipe processional when that we was go, so cool when we go from the ma- the main entryway, And, uh, we go all the way into the new gym. I'm it. It's hard to keep. I'm not a very emotional guy. I get worked up kind of easily, but like, as far as just emotional and, and maybe tearing up, it takes a lot. And, uh, there's, there's from that moment on for the next hour, there's like three or four times where I'm like, Keep it together, Anderson. You're talking in front of 600 people. Like, keep it together because that bagpipe and then looking at the and, and looking at the veterans. it's just it's it's in our student body. Yeah, you got to kind
0: of set the table for that. all of our student body. Well, yesterday it was just the juniors, it's juniors and, seniors, and seniors, but, seniors, but they, still a good crowd. It's 600 kids. They lined the hallway of the school, and then we all like stood respectfully. Brad and Steve and Steve LeBenz led the processional, and then the bagpiper came through, oh. which was really cool. And then we had uh, the colors. I don't the, the um, the color guard, the color guard. And American then Legion the other John veterans Freedley. all followed. Yeah. It was so cool. All the students were you know, humble and respectful and nodding and smiling at, at the uh, at the veterans. Yeah. And uh, the students said uh, when the keynote speaker yesterday finished up, he handed you uh, a coin or, or a some challenge kind of a, coin, a challenge coin. And the students were pretty sure that you were going to start weeping right then. They said that you looked like you were deeply touched by that. By that uh a coin so yeah i that was
1: that he totally surprised me david kennedy chaplain at uh, he was a chaplain in the u.s military and he handed me a september 11th pentagon challenge coin which i was incredibly moved by and you know incredibly grateful and thankful um yeah it, it did it caught me off guard and as I looked out onto the audience, I'm glad I didn't have to say too much more because it was, it was hitting, hitting home. And then the bagpiper plays amazing grace. And I think there, you could hear afterwards, you could hear a pin drop in that gymnasium. So I uh, really appreciate our student body. And we got a lot of comments from the veterans about how awesome the kids were. And we have the student council in the media center for breakfast with the veterans and they're talking and engaging and, and, and learning their stories. So that was a really cool deal. And I agree with Steve, my two favorite, uh, traditions here at FHC homecoming and Veterans yeah. Day they're just um, really fun to be a part of uh, Sunday November 28th cascade Christmas tree lighting ceremony so if you're out there uh, we are going to be looking for some students to help with some activities um, with in cooperation with the Cascade Township um, Vic Gillis who is the president of the uh, Cascade Historical Society along with Sandy Corhorn who is the DDA uh, representative with Cascade Township they put this together it's really cool it's by the old Township Hall on the corner of Cascade and Thorneapple River Drive formerly known as Blacksmith Corners and they light the tree it's on Sunday after Sunday late Sunday afternoon and it's a really neat and special deal and um, so if you have small children That's really neat. They'll have Santa Claus there and Mrs. Claus, and that's a cool thing to be a part of. So check that out. That's November 28th. And then um, a week later is Tinsel Trolleys and Treats Friday, December 3rd in Ada. If you've never been to that and you are a a parent of some young children or just a parent and you want to go, it's really cool. Ada sets up these trolleys that go from one place to another, and the different businesses have, uh, you know, Santa Claus is at one stop. Uh, mrs. Claus there's craft making there's a picture booth there's hot chocolate in one place uh, have you ever done i George have Street?
0: yeah i mean that's just another good excuse to go to gravel bottom in my book that's uh <laughs> that's the reason i got you don't there.
1: need an excuse to go to gravel bottom christmas God.
0: trees and hot chocolate and gravel bottom are you know some of my favorite uh things some of my favorite things so yeah These that's always a good of time my
1: favorite things yeah i i agree same thing uh we walk around it's really fun uh, families are walking around it's just a busy it's 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 the hubbub of the the holiday season kind of begins and then the next day the santa parade in ada december 4th kicks off Uh, it's great you got local uh, marching bands santa's in it they've got the the girl scout troops walking you have various uh, local companies in the parade it's not as big as the fourth of july parade but it's but it's just a nice little that could be because parade. it's so cold it's but. <laughs> so cold. yeah agreed i mean get your hand warmers out and then right after is the ada chili and beer festival which is one of my favorite you local know community I'm, in. Events. I'm
0: i'm there for that one for sure i will
1: see you there john and I'm, I'm trying to find a way i've been i don't know who i need to talk to but i would love to be an official taste tester um, I don't know how, but I, there one day. Uh, so they give you these little tiny cups, uh, sample cups of the of the beer and the chili and whatnot. And then I saw one guy walking around, and he had an official mug, and it said like Ada Beer and Chili Festival Official Taste Tester. And I was like, How do I get that?
0: You heard it here first, folks. The uh, the the co-hosts of This Is Ranger Country would love to be honorary or official. Taste testers for the Ada Chili Beer Cookoff. Yes, we would if- absolutely be honored. Someone, someone, give us a call.
1: <laughs> Shoot us <laughs> email: an email. B Anderson at fhps.net or, or J. O. J O Fisher at fhps.net. We would love to be official taste testers. We go every year, and this year I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to try to organize for some sort of uh, activity in the afternoon for my children, so that my wife and I can stick around and. Have yeah, fun, because
0: the the little ones they do get bored after a while. They're not. Yeah, they get
1: bored. The band little I kids mean, don't like I love chili that much. And right, seventies and eighties music is right up my alley. I could stay there all day and listen to the music and, and you know uh, eat the chili and, and and hang out with guys like you. and, and you my just, Yeah, you just
0: run into local members of our community that you get to shoot the breeze with, stand at tables. I think I saw Coach Carhart there a couple years ago and. Uh, just all sorts of people. You see yeah. parents. You see people. Yeah, you know, Lauren from Hansen sports. and her and her husband Dave were yep. there
1: a couple of years ago and hung out with them. And it's a great time. It's a great time. So I encourage you to go check it out. Santa Parade, eat it chili and beer festival. Um, also, uh, Goldfish Swim School is looking for employees this winter. Uh, Sarah Alberts, uh, the owner of Goldfish Swim School, reached out and um, they're a really cool place. Goldfish is a, a swim school for small children they have flexible hours if you're interested fun co-workers a great local company and uh, stop in there if you're interested if you're you know transitioning out of uh, a fall sport or fall club or, or what have you and you're looking for a winter job uh, go check out goldfish i know that they would be glad to have you so go check that out um thorn families get your square one art orders in i am married to an art teacher i know full well the um the amazing works of art that your, your children do and then how satisfying it is to get a coffee mug or a poster, for, you know, poster or a shirt or a mouse pad with your square one art on it. So get your square one art orders in. And Thornapple also has the PTO giving tree going on right now. So check that out. Um, and then finally, in community news, I'm really interested in this. Uh, John, the garage bar opens today.
0: It opens today? I believe so. I've been waiting, anticipating that's exciting there,
1: there was an ad in, that came in the mail and it had images of the garage bar food so i was interested in just kind of the local hub of it all right because it's right there Ada, it's walkable but then the food looks amazing they had like chicken and waffles they had matt you know home, home style macaroni and cheese it looks like a not only are you going to be able to gather there and see your friends, but you're going to be able to eat some really good food as well.
0: Yeah, that that place is going to be packed for the first few months, I would think. Agreed. Um, yeah, it's
1: going to bring it's going to be a good anchor, I think, and. Now you have gravel bottom, you have um, Mud Nona, Penny. Nona, Mudpenny, and now you add in the garage bar. It's just going to create more traffic.
0: We've got uh, a Schnitz Deli right Schnitz, there, too.
1: Schnitz is right there, Aida, the Ada Grill. Grill. Love going there. That's kind of our... This
0: needs to be a community, I don't know what those spaces are called, downtown, where people can just get a beverage and get food and just walk around and experience oh their yeah, community... Like, uh, um,
1: well, Rockford did it. They What did they call it, Rockford? Where they just kind of blocked off the streets? And yeah, a social zone. Social zone. Social zone. Yes. Ada needs
0: to become a social zone. We've got it downtown by the Knickerbocker. That whole area has become uh, massive because of that. And I think Ada needs so to a So now we're lobbying
1: well. for two things. Um, a, a mug at the Ada Chili Beer Festival and a social zone for Ada.
0: I think those, those correspond very, really well.
1: They're very reasonable requests. They are. They're <laughs> two small things. Just That's all I want for small. Christmas. That's it. Right. We don't ask for much. Um, so, yeah, that's that's community news. Uh, fall sports are, have wrapped up, and uh, football finishes as OK White champions. Uh, volleyball finished as district champions, as we talked about, 42-6. and six. And um, uh, Sam Yeager and – oh, my gosh, this is going to – I'm trying to do this right off of – cross-country all-state. Sam Yeager was cross-country all-state, and then we had a young lady who was a sophomore, and we will have her name on the next episode as to –
0: yeah, she'll oh, have to be oh, one of our state hometown states. heroes. She
1: will be one of our hometown heroes. Sophomore, all-state and cross country. That's, that's huge. That is really impressive. They run at the Michigan International Speedway. It's a big deal. Sam is a great young man, and um, you know he'll be one of our future hometown heroes. Um, the dance clinic, the uh, FHC Palm Dance Clinic, is tomorrow, November 13th. My daughter is attending. My, both my daughters are attending. I hope, Hopefully they have a good turnout. I know that they've been uh, promoting that, and that's always a lot of fun for those kiddos.
0: Speaking of dance, I forgot about this. Uh, side note, I guess this is kind of a community news uh, moment. My friend Jackie Tyler, David Tyler's wife, said that uh, the care... Conservatory Ballet over on 29th Street has has a big performance coming up that they wanted to uh, they wanted to get a shout out on this is Ranger Country. Twas the night before Christmas, November 26th, 27th and 28th. I'm not sure about ticket information, but I know if you head over to careballet.org, you can find out more about that and her young son Ryder is actually in the performance and he's very hype about it. So, that's uh, fantastic. Go get it Ryder. Good luck at the the ballet and if you are looking for if you've never seen the ballet, if you're, you're interested in The Night Before Christmas, it's a great performance. You should go to uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas by Kara Ballet. There you go, Jackie.
1: I got it in. You got it in. <laughs> Very good. And then uh, we're cooking up the athletic department. Jonathan Goy and uh, Christy Swayze along with uh, Jordan George, Kyle Carhart uh, in the athletic department. They are organizing a green and white night this will be after thanksgiving i'm not sure if the date has been nailed down i apologize if it has been at last time i checked it hadn't been it'll either be like november 30th december 1st or 2nd and the green and white night is an idea um that was hatched to kick off the basketball season and the winter sports season and recognize all the different sports, uh, in the new gymnasium, you know, giving out t-shirts, giving out promotionals, giving posters out, signing autographs, and just get the community together to kick off the winter sports season. I love it. I'm a hundred percent behind it. And, uh, the wrestling, um, Team will have uh, some sort of ten-minute, fifteen-minute demonstration, uh, a little bit of sparring, and looking forward to the contest and the fun that it will ensue.
0: What is a what is a green and white night like? Look like is it a lot of speakers or is there any food well, involved? It's, it's, uh, it's, pancake it's breakfast basic, kind of a situation. It, well, it's
1: basically um, you know the basketball team will scrimmage. And the girls and boys basketball team will scrimmage. You know, maybe they put 10 minutes on the clock and they have a little bit of a scrimmage. Uh, gives them a chance to uh, perform in front of a, a large audience. I know for me, 10-15 uh, minutes of a lot of time. I I can imagine I'm going to get you know, several of my varsity wrestlers out on the mat. I'm going to put them in some sort of sparring situation. It's not quite practice, but it's not quite full live wrestling um, so as to avoid injury right before the big meets. But um, so that that's kind of the idea there. And then there'll be contests, three point shooting contests, giving out t-shirts, autographs, just a, a way to promote our winter sports.
0: I think uh, to in order to make our athletes look even more amazing, they should have uh, an every man like me go out there and play against the the, vars- the varsity basketball team <laughs> or go up against you know, your best wrestler. So, that would know, really show how amazing they are when know, I'm just you know, flailing around.
1: Do. So years ago, and this has been outlawed, obviously, but they used to do um, donkey basketball. That was a big thing. The, yeah, my that dad was only like to, a decade ago yeah, they were my, still doing well, that. Well, my dad, as a, as a teacher back in the 70s, he was in several donkey basketball games. still Central would host it in their uh, – uh, in their old gymnasium, they'd have donkey basketball games. So um, no da- no donkey basketball games this year, uh, but we will have a green and white night and looking forward to that.
0: That so, sounds like an amazing night.
1: Yep. Uh, hometown heroes. Uh, Crandall Quinn, his first elementary school was Ada, but he moved to Traverse City in third grade and attended Central Elementary School. Crandall Quinn, his mom is Corey Quinn, dad Tony Quinn, brother McMillan Quinn, his sister Addie Quinn, and he also has a chocolate lab, Mac Stanwick. Hobbies include lacrosse and football. He's a very good lacrosse player and a very good football player. He also participates in student council, so he's a leader in the building. And for college, he's committed to the University of Michigan to play lacrosse as well as getting a degree from there. And his favorite memory from Ranger Country hasn't happened yet. It will be when they win a lacrosse state championship. And Crandall's teacher shout-out is to Jared Lowe, and he just simply says, J-Lo is my guy. Nice. <laughs> I think they get along real well. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Crandall, for all that you do for Ranger Country. You bring a lot of pride to our school on the football field, in the hallways, and on the lacrosse field. And we know you're going to make us proud at the U- University of Michigan. And our second hometown hero is
0: Julia Carlson. Now, this is a student that I've talked about before, but I can't say enough about her. She, she's an amazing student. Uh, she's one of our seniors. Let's see she she and her sister twin sister jay i both i have both of them in class and i've had i've had uh, both of them a couple of times over the years their mother Jean, they are a tight-knit family they've all got jays in the name i just heard them talking the other day about how they want to do some kind of a familial tattoo that they're all going to get together uh as, so cool. as kind of like a rite of passage and i thought that was really neat uh julia is a nanny that's what she does for her job and she is a volunteer at her church and she's in the church youth group And uh, she's actually, she volunteers and does several things here in the building as well as yearbook. She just, she does a lot. She actually started a club this year called the American Adventure Club because. You heard about that? Yeah, she found out that we had six exchange students that we didn't even really know weren't that widely talked about. And she said. Well, do they know each other? And she found out that they didn't. They were all just kind of floating around the school. Yeah, you'd
1: think, oh, they would know each other, but they don't.
0: Right. So she put together kind of a, a support slash experience group. Mondays, they meet in my classroom. They just sit down and they talk about their day, what's difficult, what's good. And then they they make plans to go out and do it's like some really cool Americana experiences like corn mazes that and is bowling awesome. and go eat corn dogs and whatever. Go she Julia. Wanted, yeah, she wanted to make sure that those kids had an amazing experience, and she did it all on her own. Wow. She, she and a couple of other kids sat down in Yearbook one day. Probably should have been working on spreads, but I'll let it go. Sat down in Yearbook, and they hashed this whole thing out. I think Abigail Hernandez uh, talked with her about it, and uh, I think uh, Bernice Sam. And, and They were just chatting about uh, what a great experience it would be and how other kids from our community, from other countries, would probably enjoy being a part of that as well, or people who just wanted to get to know more about our international students. So, Julia, j- she's got a lot of irons in the fire and she's always got a smile on her face and she's always working hard i love her and i appreciate her and she is my fhc hometown hero this week
1: so crandall julia keep up the great work our staff spotlight this this week is mrs ubic and she's a new teacher at thornapple uh, elementary school this year mrs Ubick is a new fourth grade teacher there and uh however she's in her 18th year in education and mrs Ubick moved to michigan from canada where she was um She was a fourth grade teacher, and at that time, her last name was Ludwig. She attended school in West Ottawa before moving to Grand Rapids with her family. The exciting piece of info about Mrs. Ubick is that she just, this past Wednesday, November 10th, became a U.S. citizen. Congratulations. Awesome. Congrats. At a a naturalization ceremony that happened at the Fine Arts Center in Forest Hills. How cool is that?
0: That's amazing. That's, That's
1: awesome. She was one of 195 people from 63 different countries who participated in the ceremony, presided over by a judge. Her kids and husband were able to watch from the balcony and Mrs. Zubik tells us the experience was amazing, just amazing. And the staff at Thornapple Apple uh, happened, happens to believe that she's amazing too and wanted to shout out to her new U.S. citizenship and let her know how proud they are uh, to have her energy and her dedication at the school each and every day. And that's coming from uh, Thornapple Elementary School uh, Principal David Lyon and, and uh, Mrs. Zubik. We appreciate you and uh, all that you do for our, for our little ones. And congratulations on your new citizenship.
0: That is absolutely great. That's heartwarming. That's amazing that somebody in our community got to story, go through that process. And it's, and
1: it's like two days ago. So, um, John, before we depart. I've got to congratulate you as captain of the Cascade Village Commanders. You had an excellent game, my friend. Uh, John wouldn't brag about himself, so I'll brag for him. He did have a touchdown reception. You almost kind of had a shared touchdown, a second shared touchdown reception um, with Brian Verwise. You, um, we both you, have great hands. That's y- yeah, all. <laughs> you attempted uh, two uh, uh, field goals or a point Ooh. after kicks, but one hit the one hit the uprights. Donk it right and, off and, the upright. And uh, but your team had a great game. The Cascade Village Commanders came up with uh, a twenty-seven to fourteen victory. Mark Lebrose, um had several completions for four touchdowns. Uh, our our quarterback, the Whitneyville Growlers, had Matt Mills. Uh, th- uh, he rushed for a touchdown, and then he threw uh, one to. Oh, this uh, this is gonna this is gonna kill me. Your touchdowns were Belcito, Fisher, Verwise, and I know catcher had a two point conversion.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to have well, another episode got, where I've, we really dig I've got into my, this. I've got
1: my newsletter. I should have had. I should have been more prepared for this. Anyhow, the Whitneyville Growlers. I felt like our defense, uh, as far as containing the run game of Mark LeBros this year, did much better. Yeah, you uh, kept
0: breaking through the line I, and really putting pressure. I on You got a couple of sacks. You got. You got a couple of sacks, and you got. I know there was at least one time where I was. I snapped the ball as the center, and I looked up, and I only had enough time to just. Kind of give you a shove on your way by before you got to the quarterback. Well, so.
1: and 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 the, the thing that's going to burn me for the next year, John, is the fact that uh, he threw a touchdown. LaBros threw a touchdown. I think to it was you, to me. It to was you, to me. It was the last I touchdown had, of the game. It sealed the deal. And I literally, I was about to sack him. I reached, I grabbed, and I got a fistful of t-shirt instead of a belt. Yep, I saw and, you
0: like on your knees pulling on his t-shirt and he, and he went down and, and as he saw went down me and threw the ball and yes, I grabbed it and dove yes. into the so end zone
1: the newsletter has been created I'm going to be sending it out this morning so you'll be able to check that out I'm working on a vintage football game scrimmage this year it gets to be a lot this time of the year so um, if you're interested contact me but uh, congrats my friend thank you sir um, we're going to be coming for you next year and uh, I hate waiting I for the wait. next year yeah I know, it's I can't great. wait and uh, it was a lot of fun minimal injuries I think Kyle Carhartt escaped with a broken nose it's somebody with a cut kidney and uh uh, <laughs> I didn't tell you about that. Oh, Austin Winjet. Austin Winjet was our other touchdown. He was he caught uh, he he caught it, weaved zigzag through traffic, and had about a forty yard run, and gave us some hope. Austin yep. was a new uh, he was rookie of the year actually. So anyhow, congrats, John. The Gritter and Growler is one of my favorite days of the year, and uh, sad it's over, but looking forward to wrestling season, which starts Monday. Uh, November 15th. So Back to the uh, grind. And good luck to anybody uh, that is heading out into the woods November 15th. It's my grandpa Lynn Anderson's birthday, and uh, it's kind of like an Anderson holiday, and, and we'll be heading out into the woods. So, John, as always, great to be in the studio with you. Everybody else, do three things for me. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong, and nothing good happens after midnight's. Final thoughts? And
0: I always say I want you to go out there, and I want you to be the change that you want to see in the world. I want you to assume positive intentions, and I want you guys to figure out how Brad and I can be official taste testers for the Ada Chili and Beer <laughs> Cook-Off. Have a good one, Rangers. Take care of yourself.